He quickly reached into the jacket of the now unconscious man, pulled the weapon from its holster and pointed it, under the arm of his victim, at the other man. The whole thing took less than three seconds, so the second man had no time to react. Instead, he stood there, slowly raised his arms and said, Don't fuck with us. You don't know who you're dealing with. Enrique Almers motioned with the barrel of his gun in the direction of the man's jacket and the weapon that it concealed. He pulled it out gently with his thumb and forefinger, placed it on the pavement and shoved with his foot so that it slid over to Enrique. At that moment, he felt the life returning to the body of the man he was holding. He pushed him away, bent down, and grabbed the second gun and pointed them at both of his opponents. The one picked up and supported his still-dazed partner, and then they disappeared down the street from which they'd come. Enrique looked around. Everywhere, passers-by had taken cover behind cars, on the other side of the large fountain, or in doorways, and watched the scene play out. The young woman in the dark dress looked at him with wide eyes, unable to move. He stuck the two guns into his waistband, grabbed her hand, and pulled her away with him. Come on, he whispered to her and ran. He ran with her to where his Mitsubishi Pajero was parked, opened the passenger door and helped her in, then got behind the wheel and took off. So, he said to the woman next to him as he drove through Altona towards St. Pauli, who were those guys? The young woman sat huddled in the passenger seat with her face buried in her hands. She didn't answer him. My name's Rike, he tried again. Actually, it's Enrique. My mother is Spanish, but I like Rike better. What's your name? The woman continued sobbing, holding her hands to her face and wiping away the tears. But she didn't respond to his questions. Hey, Rike nudged her. She started looked at him with big eyes, and pressed herself into the passenger door. For God's sakes, girl, relax. You're safe. I won't hurt you. I'm one of the good guys. Rike turned into Helgolander Street. He lived in a spacious penthouse on the shoreline of Ulster Lake, and intended to hide her there for the time being. That is, if you consider a private detective to be a good guy, he added quietly. He suspected that she was one of those unfortunate girls or women smuggled into Germany with the promise of a waitressing job. No sooner did they arrive than they got a rude awakening. Their passports were taken from them, they were imprisoned in their rooms, and then forced into prostitution. Possibly, he thought, she doesn't speak German and isn't answering me because she doesn't understand me. Rike spoke to her again rattling off in English the names of countries she might have come from. Croatia? Serbia? Romania? Russia? Ukraine? No reaction. The woman didn't even look at him. She'd calmed down a bit by now, but she simply stared out the passenger window and seemed totally paralyzed. Rike gave up. Once home, he parked in the underground garage of the four-story building, helped the woman out of the car and took her up the elevator to his penthouse. It covered the entire fourth floor and included an equally large roof terrace, which had a phenomenal view of Ulster Lake. The young woman looked around, clearly impressed. 
In fact, the apartment consisted of only about 2,000 square feet. The only furnishings were a dining table with six chairs, a pull-out sofa with a floor lamp, a large flat-screen TV, and a small bookcase. The rest of the room was filled with mats, fitness equipment of all kinds, and a large punching bag. There were four doors visible. Behind them were Rike's bedroom, study, kitchen, and bathroom. The whole atmosphere was bright and cheerful because of the large windows flooding the penthouse with daylight. Rike closed the front door and motioned for her to have a seat at the table. Then he went into his bedroom and locked the two confiscated guns in his safe. Back in the main room, he opened the bathroom door and gestured to her. If you have to use the bathroom. The woman looked at him but shook her head. The first direct response, he thought. Well, it was a start. Something to drink? he asked. But this time she just looked at him and didn't respond. Rike crooked his